Hello and welcome back to the UNE Gaming Society radio show on 106.9 Tune FM. I'm here tonight with Joel. Hello. Crystal. Hello. And Kate. Hi. Pretty sure this is the first time I've seen a full desk in about a month. But then again, I was away for most of the time before coming back. <laughs> so, uh, with the conclusion of E3 a couple days ago, we've got plenty to talk about this week. Um, Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, yes. Anyone got a starting topic for us? Well, Avatar, there's an Avatar game. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, I heard about that. The, the blue people, right? The, yes, the blue one. yes, the blue <laughs> ones. Avatar, not Avatar The Last Airbender. Though a good game for that would still be good. Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, I was reading like a summary on the Avatar, and I was confused as to whether or not there has been a terribly released game or if it was just hyped up and this game was going to be the first Avatar game to come out and people are looking forward to it and hoping it won't flop. I know that this Avatar game is not the first one because my cousin used to have one on the Wii, and it even used like the little Wii Motion Plus adapter that allowed you to get, like, more precise movements out of the thing. Fingers crossed, then uh, it's good. The oh, new mm-hmm. Avatar game. People are excited yeah. about it. The graphics look good. Yeah. And it looks for really nice. something yeah. And for something set in that world, I feel like cool graphics have got to be part oh, of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, that's I, just I wonder, such a though, whether aspect. it's, like, releasing for next year because of the fact there's the hype of the movies... Mm that are mm. going to be releasing yeah. soon-ish. I hope I get to Pretty see... Pretty sure the last time we heard about those, though, was, like, 2013. <laughs> no, but they gave, like, a rundown of there's going to be a second movie, a third mm. movie, a fourth, and a fifth. But because of the fact of how high-level the first movie was, they have yeah. to keep to that standard, mm. Mm. which means long production time. I hope to see it in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when you're 75 years old, just, you know, on the verge of retirement. Finally, Avatar 4 is out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure rate. the gameplay of it exactly, because it was just a trailer mm. release mainly. Mm. I'd but be willing to bet something along the lines of Far Cry. Far Cry was in E3. Yeah, like, I mean, that's sort of, like, very exploration-heavy action. Oh, yeah, it looks a bit like that, but I'm meaning as in, like, the characters, say, you play mm. as. It seems very much like it's quite possible you are going to be the Navi. Mm. So, so it probably is going to be where you get to choose who you start as, of, cool. like, based off the movie sort of thing, because it Fair did enough. show shots of the humans with their mm. mech suits and all that. I want to be yeah. able to fly on one of those cool bird dinosaur things. Yeah, they, they, yeah. there's so many more different dinosaur-like animals. Yeah. It's the simple things, isn't it? So it really is just the yeah, simple things. It's like, yeah. we want to fly the bird dinosaurs. I want to fly on unrealistic animals, I was, but still, I, I want it to be cool as anything. I was listening to the Avatar soundtrack today, the... The song that plays mm. when he goes on his first flight, and oh, I'm just yeah. like, oh, mm. what? Good, good soundtrack, good graphics. I, I feel like if I played flying it the first a dinosaur. time, probably flying it, I'd either jump, do because they do show like the whole s- mm. scene of you jump off the cliff as nice. explosions happen and the character <laughs> is falling and then just free falls and then catches onto their ride, and it's mm. like, I feel like if that was an actual in-game thing that you did. I would miss the first time. (laughs) I feel like it'd be like, oh, you got to hit, do a few different button combinations Mm. to successfully land, Mm. and I'd just miss. Death by quick time event. We all all love those games. It's like, oh, yeah, safely parachute or jump to the bottom and avoid things, and it takes you about seven or eight attempts. Mm. If you've died a bunch of times on a thing, it sort of loses the... uh, 
it, it loses the story intensity. <laughs> Unless it's a thing where you watch everyone else attempt it and then you succeed, which mm. I have had in a situation mm. where it was a VR thing, where it was literally jump, you jumped out of a plane and had to um, had the wingsuit mm. and you had to then land in boxes and everyone kept pulling the parachute going, yep, got to do it to try and land in the boxes. I went stuff it and didn't pull the shoot. It was freaky because you're in the VR feeling yeah. like you're free falling mm. and all that. And I went, I'm not going to pull the shoot. I'm just going to land straight in these boxes and just crash straight in the boxes <laughs> and succeeded. And I was like, success! Well, I've only yes. broken all my bones, but at least I no, landed in the boxes. It was, it was a la- it's a landing pad. like we. Oh, it's, it's that game where you just jump off the cliffs, right? It's pretty, you jump off at the top of the mountain and... Go. Yeah, it's literally the whole point of the game is you're miles up in the air and you just walk off one step and just try and survive. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much... And the boxes are set up like the actual Daredevil stuff or your stunt performer stuff where they land into crash boxes. Mm. Yeah. But it's like, the game told me to land. It didn't tell me to survive. <laughs> Boing. I mean... Well, I technically survived. Hmm. Well, this is like... Because your character walked out of it. Mm. This is like when I was playing Age of Empires 3 earlier on. They have a current thing out for the American civilization to avoid buying it as a DLC. So you've got like 50 states, 50 quests. But you can kind of choose your way through it because they don't make you play a certain way. So you can put infinite resources, easy mode, (laughs) build the building, resign, next challenge, easy. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) There's always ways to get around it. Mm -hmm. I mean, speaking of Age of Empires and E3, I think another thing that was talked about was an Age of Empires 4. Oh, and nice. That, it's it's a fun uh, RTS game, isn't it? Age of Empires, I don't know. Yeah. You've played I've never it, actually played it myself. I've played similar games to it. It's nice to just pick a civilization, you know, slightly build up your resources and then take out famous world leaders. All nice. I'm remembering now is those dumb Age of Kingdoms ads on YouTube. Oh, and they're no. like, not Siberia, not Siberia, no. You have Rise of Kingdoms, whatever it's called. It's like, <laughs> you, I don't want to do the game just to see if it was anywhere near that accurate. You pick a start in Civilization and you just get thrown into something that looks like Clash of Clans and you're like, this is, mm. what was the point oh, in picking yes, my starting no, Civilization? No because it's literally just the same as everyone else, regardless of if I picked the Vikings with their 5% damage boost or whatever it is they do. Man, you know, Clash show, of Clans. Show me the Vikings. That was a while back, it feels like. <laughs> It's still, still a, a game. Thing. Yeah. Mm, wow. It's even still getting active updates with a surprisingly active multiplayer sca- mm. scene. Good I tried to get back into it for a bit. It's hard. You just get attacked by your serious friends and you're like, oh no. Mm. Yeah. You're on it for about 10 hours. You get so much resources. You start upgrading stuff and then you get attacked 15 times. Like, right, I'm going to install this game for the next four months, re download it, do it again, and <laughs> keep going. Mm. One day I'll become the best at Clash of Clans purely because I waited 12 years and occasionally came on it to get free stuff. I remember when I first got back into it, I had like the little post-attack wagons of free recovery materials. Yes. I completely filled my storages like six times before it ran out because I'd been away for like at least four years. See? Oh my gosh. I never got into Clash of Clans. Neither. I got, Neither. I got into the other... I'd play different other war games, mm. but not Clash of Clans. I was into it for a bit, but like I think when it the fad died out at school, it was like, well, okay, um, Clash Royale it is now. And then when that died <laughs> oh, <yeah>. out, <laughs> mm. I what played it for a bit longer. What would that have been? Oh, I think you and I would have probably been in like year ten. What when Clash of Clans came out or Clash Royale? 
when Clash of Clans was like a big bigger thing. Clash Royale would have been big when I was in like year eight or nine, so. Okay, yeah, that mm. makes sense. Because I'm just thinking about, did I have decent internet access during that time period? Was playing any sort of online game even a possibility for me? <laughs> no, you were still gremlining the internet to save a singular music video. Yeah. Potato yeah. power. Mm. <laughs> it was a time. No, I'm pretty sure you'd look at a potato and say, wow, that's better than Kate's internet still. <laughs> Being here is just... Incredible. It's amazing having internet to play online games whenever and YouTube and Netflix and it's all yeah. here. Unless it goes down for no reason. But um yeah. you see we don't have that issue. Yeah, We're there townies. is that. <laughs> Good thing yeah. about being a townie. Mm. Yeah. If our internet goes away, it's either because the power's out or we forgot to pay the internet bill. <laughs> Which reminds me, I need to go home and pay my internet bill. <laughs> well, this show's always good for something, isn't it? Yeah. Direct debit. Mm. No worries. I could have sworn that's how mine was set up. It's just stopped doing it. Oh so dear. back yeah. onto E3. <laughs> also, another game that looks really nice graphic-wise and all mm-hmm. that is Elden Ring. Ooh. Oh, that's by From, right? From Software? Pretty sure. Yeah. Isn't that the Lord it like? of the Rings game? Uh, it, it's a similar aesthetic, it but it's not It looks very Lord much Lord of the Rings. I thought that it was based off Lord of the Rings, that one, but... It's Maybe. by the Dark Soul gu- Souls guys, so it's, it's probably going to be. It's that aesthetic. <laughs> well, they could yeah. have purchased a license, but um. Yeah. Yeah. There is a fair bit to talk about. Then, had, then there was a bunch of Nintendo stuff. Yeah, Kazuya from Tekken's getting into Smash. Luckily, I think we already have the pass that he's included in. I don't so think the cost would change too much. It just like, is like an extra $8.95. They're not doing a Volume 3. If you buy Volume 2's pass, they'll give you all the characters. I don't think they'll increase yeah. the price of Volume so 2. I'm pretty, what I'm saying is I'm pretty sure he's part of the Volume 2. No, pass. he's part of Volume 2. Yeah. I no, think they're stopping at the end of Volume 2. I we've think. got him. I think they've got two more releases after this one. One or and, two. And then that's it? And they'll probably unveil wow. a third one. And then there'll be a 13th, which is Waluigi, and that will be it for good. <laughs> mm. Waluigi, someday. There was, there's a new Wario game. Warrior, Warrior, yeah. Yeah. Good for Warrior. Now we got another Mario Party. I hope it's mm. a lot better than the first release they had on the Switch. It's that was themed, I think. It was abysmal, the first one. Like, and then not good. It's more multiplayer, that one, I think. like You can play online, 100 of the yeah. classic mini-games. I hope they're trying to integrate more of the older games. Yeah, Mario Party DS was to. great. Mario Party Wii was good. They had about six on there. And... Uh, on the Switch, it was not that good. Yeah. Mm. And then there's Mario and Rabbids. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah the, I heard about the that. The new XCOM-styled Mario and Rabbids thing that has more freeform movement or something. I'm, Despite the fact... I don't know. I'm confused by it. When I purchased my first Switch, which was when it not too long after it first came out, they were running a game deal, EB Games, which was completely on... You, know, you couldn't swap the games out. The only game that it came with with that bundle was Mario and Rabbit Kingdom and hmm. that was depressing because that's like $400 <laughs> for a Switch console which is good no games other than Mario and Rabbit's which is like XCOM kind of style gameplay and yeah. it, it just wasn't that fun hmm. it, it had some good production value though the operatic roast near the middle I've seen online a lot of is amusing to listen to yeah I mean, there's some, like, I played through a decent chunk of it and went, you know what, you know, it was fun while it lasted, but there are so many better Switch games. Like, yeah. even if you look at Mario Kart 
on the Switch. That has so much more replayability than Rabbits would have had. Yeah. Mm. Like, and I Rabbits would... is a game that has a beginning and end. Mario Kart Wii, sorry, Mario Kart on the Switch doesn't. Yeah, like, but it's I Mario Kart. W- yeah, but it's Mario <laughs> Kart, so. I would not be surprised if, if you wanted a better gameplay thing for Mario and Rabbids, just buy XCOM 2 War of the Chosen, and you would probably by now be able to find 170 different mods that just reskim it to look like <laughs> Mario and Rabbids. Probably. Because mm. it's the same combat system. Mm. I mean, speaking of E3 as well, this one's probably going to cause a bit of discussion, but... Ooh, good, good, good. I know. So... I think Xbox have done E3 pretty much perfectly. Mm. They have released, I think, two or three titles that they've confirmed will be on Game Pass on release, Mm. which is incredible. Forza Horizon 5, you know, in the past, that game would have cost you 100 bucks at launch. And then there was... The new... Is it Starfield? Yeah. The Skyrim in space. Yeah. That's also going to be completely free on Game Pass on release, exclusive to Xbox and PC. There was so Mm. many games that are exclusives and majority and a lot of them it said it was mentioning about xbox game pass either Mm. it was xbox um, xbox exclusive slash pc exclusive with it coming out eventually to game pass or it was straight to game pass on release well i think like obviously the game pass started quite slow but it's really gained momentum over the last year they've really managed to Mm. turn it into a massive entity you know it's almost like having netflix but cool. for yeah. games yeah and that's mm. the kind of playstation's got something similar it's you've got where it's the playstation plus stuff but it was no, it, I, i'm actually talking about playstation now which just yeah. isn't available in australia mm. i think the playstation were well, testing they're, they're one they're but testing it was like it, in yeah. it was sydney brisbane and newcastle or something yeah, the three locations like that, that they could oh no that was a streaming service like netflix that was an independent thing. Yeah, that's an independent But it could, own, it could only be in, indie games. like, Melbourne, Sydney, or Brisbane or something. It's like, well... PlayStation, I think, were testing one. You've got... Currently, you still have PlayStation Plus. Yeah, which gives two or three free games a month. Yeah. It's giving free games, and they're mm. testing stuff. And then I think they were in a process of yeah. testing some sort of thing that is a s- more similar to what the Xbox yeah. Game Pass is. PlayStation mm. Now, which is available in, I think, America and the UK. And we've been waiting for it to come to Australia since about 2014. Unless you've had an mm. Xbox, well, then you haven't, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you see, the reason I want it to come to Australia is because it has both of the infamous games on it. Which were very f- good games back when I was on, back when I was playing back on my PS3, which have not been remastered to the four yet. Which reminds me of things that and no yeah. backwards compatibility really anymore. So yeah. I think like um, Xbox have really kind of tried to put a stranglehold on that market in terms of what's offered. Obviously, when they purchased Bethesda, there was a bit of bit of a reaction, but it wasn't. It was kind of softened the blow a bit because there were two exclusives coming out for PlayStation on Bethesda that they acknowledged. Yeah. And the PlayStation fans weren't as bothered, but now they've come to realise that, you know, future releases are going to be more pushed towards the Xbox and PC. Obviously, Xbox are making a lot of friends by having that PC Game Pass as well, which, you know, if you buy Game Pass Ultimate, you get EA Play, you get the Game Pass for your Xbox and for the PC for the cost of, like, $15 a month. And the value for that is absolutely superb. I'm mm. actually thinking about getting the Game Pass just for PC. Exactly. Like, I like, don't I don't own an Xbox, but 
mm. I've got where I'm actually getting very tempted to get the PC one. And I uh, know that's why it works because they've got like they've even got titles on the PC you can't get on Xbox. Like, yeah. So PC gamers are happy. PlayStation gamers who have PCs also are happy, and Xbox gamers are still happy because they've got that as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we should probably go to a music break. I think we've been talking for about 20 minutes. <laughs> so um, up next, we've got Hit That Perfect Beat by Bronsky Beat. You've been listening to 106.9 Tune FM, Unex Radio Show. Here we go. Er- hit that perfect, hit that perfect, hit that perfect beat, boy.
Dowie's end Could not buy us one regret, no I was living on a high road, I know You were living on a high Only six months down the neon track We were far too ignorant, so I was living in the lie, though, I know I wasn't ready for goodbye We were nomads, sucking nomads Fighting wars with empty guns A secret romance is how they sold it But I never bought it once I've been driving round in circles I've been burning myself out Out of feeling like a ghost Even when you're around Welcome back to Unex Radio Show on 106.9 Tune FM. And we were going to talk about... We were going to finish talking about E3, yes. Yes. Because we forgot, like, the entire back end of the Nintendo conference. Yeah. (laughs) Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild 2 and the expansion passes for Hyrule Warriors. Mm I also forgot about there being a Final Fantasy Origins game. Fair enough. I can't say that's particularly in my wheelhouse. Like, I've played two Final Fantasy games... 13-2, 13-2, I had no idea what was going on because I didn't get 13-1, oh. and I got Final Fantasy VII Remastered on PlayStation Plus a while ago, played it for an hour, then promptly had to cancel my PS Plus for bank issues. Oh, no. <laughs> so I haven't been able to play I anymore. Have, I have very little Final Fantasy experience. I think I played a little bit on the PS Vita, had no idea what was going on, and died pretty quickly. 
I, I can remember the story of my first taste of Final Fantasy because apparently I tried to eat my uncle's copy of Final Fantasy IV when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, quite literal, though. Like yeah. I, I apparently tried to take a bite out of the disc. <laughs> and here's my entire Final Fantasy experience. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, no Mario Golf at E3, which is depressing because I really wanted a sneak preview of the of game gameplay. before it was released <laughs> in a week's there time. There's some gameplay. Oh, there's probably some gameplay. Of people there. running down the fairway, and I think there was one shot of having to dodge meteorite strikes. Or something. You see, this is the kind of incredible content I need on golf games. <laughs> Could you imagine Rory McIlroy's PGA Tour 21 if a meteor just suddenly came out of nowhere? Just. Or and dinosaurs just started roaming, or just Yoshi went, went up just, to him, ate him, absorbed his power, and suddenly became the best golfer in the world. You're just watching real-life okay. PGA tournaments. <laughs> it could happen. Tiger Woods is on the green. He, oh, dear God, Tiger Woods just got hit with a meteor. <laughs> the meteor yes. gave him superpowers. He's become Tiger Mario, and he will now perform <laughs> a golf Mario. shot. <laughs> Mario Woods, also known as just Minecraft, but you've got a Mario skin on. <laughs> I feel like there'll be a mod for that. Was there <laughs> any other E? Was there any other things like EA and all that? What have EA done recently? Uh, Annoyed everyone. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, so, yes, because I, I remember that because you were you, you were talking oh, about that a so, lot with well, EA. Good old EA have done another thing, and there's always controversy with EA. What they've mm. done now is on FIFA, which is as you know as, oh, dead, of a, as dead of a game as the GTA Five servers. Uh, for Xbox 360 and PS3 will be at the end of the year. Rest mm. in peace, any people who are still playing GTA 5 on the Xbox 360. Congratulations <laughs> on actually getting onto the game still and not putting up with the half an hour loading times. But anyway, <laughs> so they have now done a preview of game loot boxes before you actually buy them, oh, which this. is completely impractical because you can do it once every 24 hours and, you know... You if you skip the pack. If you previewed a 100,000 coin pack on the game, we'll get into technical detail here, bear with me, which is about 2,000 FIFA points or about $38 if you spend cash on it, and you see it's a rubbish pack, you then have to somehow come up with the coins or the $38 to open that pack to then preview another pack to see if it's worth buying again. So previewing, so previewing, previewing is almost basically does, pointless. Yeah, it almost does nothing. It pretty much locks you out of being able to go buy a different pack. So you might as well just hit the mystery button and go <laughs> The for only it. time it's useful is if you see something good and you're like, you know what, it might be worth spending money on it, for example. But the likelihood of that happening is very low anyway. You get to look your disappointment in the eyes as you decide to make a terrible and decision. And it's, it's only mm. happening on this current event which is going on on the game which is already mm. dead where nothing is worth any money anyway. So someone saw like an icon card from a player from ages ago in their pack and went, this card is worth 70,000 coins and as cool as it would be to get it, you know, it's rubbish. I'm not I'm not gonna spend 100,000 coins on something I can sell for 70,000 coins. Mm. And it's it's just a, completely pointless. I don't know if they're trying to do that to avoid, ooh, you can't gamble in Belgium anymore because you can't sell loot boxes to kids. I don't know if that's mm. what they're trying to do. So it's mm. not anymore because you can see before you buy. But that doesn't seem to change it, much there's anyway. There's no mechanical it difference. It doesn't no, there's fix, no difference at all. It doesn't fix the problem. And it just takes a, it takes away yes. the idea of like the yeah. mystery of the loot box because it essentially says that EA knows what they're going to give you anyway before you open a pack at that point. Like it's predetermined oh, from yeah. the click. Yeah, so it seems it's already predetermined from that click because they can preview it and show you what you would have got if you opened it anyway with the coins. 
So, purpose of that, none. Enjoyment of the game, minus 100. <laughs> so you know, what, you know, you know the one thing it has done positively? It saved mm-hmm. me 80 gigabytes on my Xbox by uninstalling it. But um, <laughs> 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 uh, All jokes aside, I uninstalled that game quite a few months ago. But mm. Pretty sure the but only yes. EA games I own are just games that are made by companies that have since been bought by EA. I'd like to point out that The Sims and Plants vs. Zombies are both EA games. They are? And they are both good games. Oh, well, Mm. Plants vs. Zombies is good. I haven't played it in a long time. What's what's its similar thing to Sims? Plants vs. Zombies 1 is a good game. Sims, you have to pay a lot of money to get extra DLCs and everything. And expansions. Oh, yeah, we we did the math one Oh, yeah. It's like a solid $900. Yeah, but there's still more stuff coming out But you can get The Sims. You can get stuff when it's on sale and you didn't hear it from me but third party sites may offer it a bit cheaper as well it's funny yeah. not always I I was looking at a third party site like a couple days ago for a game for a friend um, I was looking for Divinity Original Sin 2 Enhanced Edition on um, I believe it was G2G and it was about 20% more expensive hmm. well I mean it depends on who's selling it at the time mm. yeah mm. I still remember the time I got the complete Skyrim and all the DLCs for Steam mm. from EB Games for I, like five dollars. Nice. <laughs> How do you manage that? I don't know. It was just a massive sale. I was like, hold on, everything for Skyrim for five dollars and it's a Steam code. Um, yes, I've that's spent amazing. In total, maybe seventy-five dollars on Skyrim. Fifty dollars of it was on myself. Twenty-five of it was on Kate because mm-hmm. I, I bought Legendary Edition for Kate for her birthday. When yep. neither of us had laptops that could even run the base game. <laughs> <laughs> Good totally idea. Only because back then was when they first did the deal for if you have the base game and all the DLCs, you get special edition for free. I do remember yeah. the legendary edition coming out and going, hold on, this is revolutionary because I can just buy this and get all the DLCs, which is, you know, it's kind of good. The mm. building your own home one is good because it's a cheap yes. one. Yes. And then I think it's... Dawn Guard is Dawn Guard is all vampires. right. The vampire one doesn't really add too much Although, in regards yeah, to because you never play as a vampire because they're rubbish. The, the, <laughs> there's been so many. Playable. It makes vampires playable, but then again, there's still mods it's for not, better vampires. Yeah, very mods. high up that list. Werewolf's fun though if you can be bothered. And then there's also the other one where you go to Solstheim. Solstheim. Dragonborn yeah. DLC. Dragonborn DLC, mm. and oh, that is a good, good. one. It's yeah. very hard when you get there. Yeah. You can be on easy mode and still die over there. But, uh, <laughs> I remember one of the first times... Get your I, level up first. I remember one of the first times I ever played with the alternate start mod. I picked... I, I'm uh, just a regular at a tavern. It started me in Solstheim. Oh, jeez. <laughs> just Rest walk out like, peace. oh, hi there. Whoa. Oh, no. <laughs> like, it started me in the town at the very start, like, where you land at Solstheim. I wow. made my mm. when I started making a um, alternate start thing in my most recent attempt to actually commit to playing Skyrim. Well, I, I had the offer of doing the alternate start for my own um, playthrough, my mm. recent playthrough of Skyrim. I went, nah. <laughs> I chose I that like, I'd come. Eh. Al- I chose that I'd come along on a boat, and I made a character designed after one of my D and D characters, yeah. half orc. Mm barbarian kind Grizz. of vibe yes <laughs> and um i don't i don't really think i got that far i played a bit ran around i think i died maybe i was playing it at gaming night and then someone was sort of watching me and being like have you played skyrim before <laughs> you because was that was that bad <laughs> i think that's going on those games you can pick up and like play for ages mm. and then you know the next day you pick it up and say 
Time to put this away for six months and then do it again yeah. next time. Yeah. I think mm. essential Skyrim mods these days are pretty much the alternate stock and probably the thing that lets you skip the Bleak Falls Barrow quest because that's boring. What's mm. that one again? Where you run through Bleak Falls Barrow, defeat a skeleton boy, learn a word, yeah. and the, return the Dragonstone to the priest. The first mission after you get to Riverwood, but before you get to Whiterun. Okay. The one Could, that you can, wait, no. if you want, you can... You're meant you to do it after do, you get to Whiterun, yeah. but you can do it beforehand. The one where you can literally be like... Nah, you, I'm gonna just go through Bleak's Falls Barrow might and as well. be like, "Here, I already. You mean this tablet yeah, that you, I already have? Uh, you might as well do it because it takes like an extra half an hour just to run to White Run, then run back again. You're like, yeah, just Far in the um, Enchanter's office, traveler. I need you to get the Dragonstone. Ta- you mean this Dragonstone yeah. tablet? <laughs> what well, I like is that he guides himself like what being one of the biggest things in the world and how it falls in the yeah. wrong hands is really dangerous. Like, oh. This thing, oh, I just found it lying in a crypt with some bandits around, and he's like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Although it was fun playing, because this is, for me, with the Skyrim one that I'm playing at the moment, it's the second time for me playing through Skyrim, and I didn't fully complete it the first time, mm. but it was Define funny. fully completing Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even get through too far, but with this one, it was it's funny because I'm playing I'm playing Kishi this time. So just so you fun. just punch people and suplex people <laughs> and all that. But also this time I didn't get arrested on the way to White Run. <laughs> Good job. I mean, it's certainly one way is off to White Run. Don't punch that chicken. What? No, Boom. it wasn't that. Five bounty. Was, I saw um <laughs> some people prisoners getting stormcloaks getting excluded oh, and, and i was like them. i'm gonna try and free them failed and got arrested the first it, time i played this time i didn't even see them because i don't think i stayed on the path and then i did the whole thing of trying to help the companions fight the, the oh, bloody the, thing the giant yeah, yeah fight the, the giant the- and by the time i got to it and i sh- loosed one arrow and before the arrow even hit it they were like oh Thanks no, thanks nothing. to yeah, <laughs> thanks for nothing. You did jack all, and I was like, I didn't even get to get there. <laughs> I think the funny thing about Skyrim is for me, like, I played it a few times, and then like on one of my places, I'm like, right, I actually focus on the story. I got through about four story quests and went, I really haven't played the story much, have I? And then I got to this point, and you know, I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I finally did one of the rebellions. I think I'll join the Stormcloaks and took over everything. Mm. The problem is when you do that, it becomes a lot more. Uh, disinteresting. I prefer to have them at war. I like the Yarl in Whiterun. I like having other Yarls around. I don't want them to be replaced with these kind of generic Stormcloak warriors. Mm. Although, it was fun. I ended up wandering because I was trying to get to the base of the mountain so I could just have that as a... Sp- so I could s- jump to it quite easily before going up to... Oh, uh, yes, Skyrim mountain climbing. Yes. Jump, jump, um, jump, 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 jump. I oh, had look, I where to somehow I ended up wandering way away and then got caught in a dragon attack with <laughs> no one at, like, level five. That's and very And proceeded relatable. to kill Lydia and was like... Well, I guess I gotta respawn back to my save. That's when you pause the game stuck. and make it easy just to kill the dragon and then move on. Who yeah. said that? No, <laughs> never, never done that before. I literally, I was like hidden and mm. like had my full drawback. And then as I loosed the arrow, Leah stepped in front of the arrow and just died. And I was like, no. Don't worry, Dragon all Lord, that I'll sneak, help you. All that sneak attack just went straight <laughs> into Lydia. Will you, Lydia? Oh, gosh. 
<laughs> but speaking about Skyrim, and this is something I wanted to speak about, okay, so kind of segueing in yes. a very funny way. Character, Character customization. customization. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Skyrim's good at that. It certainly is. Probably makes up about half of all of Skyrim's playtime. Because it's like, okay, I need the nose to be exactly one more pixel to the left. <laughs> Calling yourself Dragosaur the Conqueror. <laughs> well, I, I, I took a while with my Khajiit. I was like, what pattern do I want for my Khajiit first stripes? Khajiit so fun to design. It's oh, so yeah. good. It's like, do, do I want... How many earring, ear piercings do I want? Do I, 17 <laughs> per ear. Yeah, what, what hairstyle do I want? Do, do I want hair? Do I want to be bloodied? Do I want dirt <laughs> in my fur? Do I, <laughs> There's just, just so many options. Said, what hairstyle do I want? Do I want hair? <laughs> now I'm just imagining like a hairless cat. <laughs> oh, oh no, God. not those cats. There's <laughs> probably Khajiit. a mod for that though. I want to see that. Like one Devin of those Rex, weird Khajiit. Egyptian skinny skin cat things. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> Although that, that kind of brings you on to the question you wanted to ask for tonight's show, Kate. Mm. What is... Um, think. How much does character customization mean to you? Is it an important part of the games you play? Do you get really into it or not so much? And what game would probably have your favorite sort of character creator And overall? Just, yeah. I'd add a point of if anyone has any games that they wish had character customization oh, or a bit yeah. more customization. Mm. Well, I know that was a big thing. You can change your character's top. Well, <laughs> you know, I want my character to look a bit different than everyone else who plays this game, please. But mm. what if I want the Dragonborn to be green? <laughs> There's green a hair. mod for that. But um, <laughs> yeah. on other games, there aren't. So. Mm. Mm. I know that was a big thing when Cyberpunk came out. Oh People God! Like, oh, That's... the character customization. <laughs> you can change the length of his thingy. <laughs> Let's post this <laughs> on Facebook a hundred times. <laughs> amusingly, and uh, amusingly, the character customization of Cyberpunk was apparently one of the things that got somewhat glitched. Oh yeah. no! Where in those choices, as you said, Joel, um, I think people were it playing may have around given you with the... it that much. Like yeah, people were fiddling around with it that much that it started to glitch. Out. I love how Cyberpunk was released, and before you even got into the buggy game, there's a bug before you even get into the game. It's like, well, well that was because so many people were doing just character customization stuff because they're like, oh, look at how much I can edit this. My my internet feed was literally just saying, oh my god, I can make that longer, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm going to uh, just turn off Facebook for a couple of weeks. My favorite thing, uh, my favorite uh, cyberpunk glitch video is probably the one where the guy is driving his car and he stops on the highway to change the radio channel (laughs) and then police car spawns like somewhat like clipped into his car, lifts his car up on a slight angle. I'll type that in a second. Lifts his car up on a slight angle and then when he exits the pause menu, Momentum resumes <laughs> and the car just it's flies away. Mm. Half smashes into a window, God knows where I on the map. Funny, the blame, funniest funny thing. game glitches should be something we should touch on at some point as well. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But I'm um, <sighs> temporarily back onto the topic of character creators because that's what we were trying yeah. to talk mm-hmm. about. <laughs> um, one of my two of my favorites are probably Mass Effect ones, particularly Mass Effect Three because it's the one I have the most experience with. And also Dragon Age, though I'll admit in terms of Mass Effect, I have a habit to just play the base bases, mostly because I'm 
terrible, and they never look good. Then again, there's like Sims, and so many, <laughs> all the Sims where yeah. literally everyone's like, will spend so much time in character creation. So and just some of the creations you can thing. come up with as well. Like how oh, yeah. derpy some, like you can make some characters. Or even on like the Nintendo Wii where you can make hamburgers, you know, <laughs> Mr. Bean. And how good that was. You know, uh, playing Mr. Wii Bean. Baseball with Mr. Bean or a hamburger. And playing like, Smash with Mr. Bean. Yes. Oh, yeah. We made it good so flex. Well, we did that. Mr. Having Bean, Princess the Bean suplex the, machine. Having Princess Bean in the cage that time when we were fighting the other yes. night. And he was just in the cage. And we're like, oh, good. Mm. Hi. <laughs> yeah. If I had to think of a game that I wish had character creation, I'd honestly probably have to say Persona 5 or like the Persona series Sorry, with proper character it. creation. Because that would be hilarious. I think I'd like to see Pokemon of more customization. Yes. I know, I know yeah. they tried. Uh, what? So in Gen, well, so in Sun and Moon, you could start buying Six. clothing. Six. Six. Mm. X and Y. Did you buy clothing X and Y? Yep. Yeah. You could like change Gen your skin color as well, which was like Gen a big Six thing. Gen Six was amazing for character customization, and I'm going to go off about it for a moment. <laughs> you could change your hairstyle, hair color, eye color. You unlocked more eye colors as the game went on. There was clothes everywhere at all of the fancy shops <laughs> in the cities. Go shopping. I, When I had actually completed the game, one of the things that kept me playing was grinding for money so that I could go to the fancy boutique <laughs> in the capital city and buy more clothes. I do remember... <laughs> Damn, that's me with some car racing games. Sun and Moon had that as well. And so does and Gala has it. Gala has the best customization in terms of having you know difference in your characters. That's good. And then obviously Gala you know, clothing has, as well. But. Yeah, Gala's got four character models per gender, and the choice of character model also defines the appearance of the mother at the start of the game. Yes, I saw that in my one. I'm like, oh my gosh, my mom oh, looks like cut me. Cutscenes. Cutscenes mm. when your custom character goes in. Yeah. <laughs> it's dark and broody, and then there's your character in pink. Although I possibly kind of, I did enjoy Forza Horizons 4 level of customization. You could change the character's name and the game would refer to you as that character's name. So that's not just, you know, the driver, which some other games did, you know. Mm. They referred yeah. to you as like the goat or like general operated person kind of deal. And you're like, well, this is all friendly, well and good. But on Horizon 4, you've got your spin wheel. The problem is cosmetics were part of the spin wheel. So you could do a VIP spin and say, I really want this Ferrari. And they give you like, Wellington boots with ducks on them. You're like, well, this is fantastic. I've now got duck wellies, but I am driving, you know, a bog standard car I could go out and buy tomorrow afternoon. Give me a Ferrari. I want to drive that. <laughs> Although there is something good about wearing full gold costume and duck boots. Nice. It's quite I snazzy. I have fun with, similar thing with um, Kate, with that. I've got a game on, called Choraku on PlayStation 2, which is a mm. racing, it's a cute like animated sort of racing game where you actually are the cars oh. but you get to there's stuff that's obviously f to better your racing with mm. engines and all that but then there's the body shapes that mm. some of the body shapes do but they don't it's more like you think it's going faster because yeah. it looks faster <laughs> and you can do paint jobs and all that mm. but there is a thing where I'm saving up a lot of coins within the game just to buy the body shape I want. I've, it's I've just like, I want this aesthetic. I don't care how much it costs. I've got mm. to say, um, 
I still haven't finished that. I'm very sorry. Um, I've got to say, one game in which, like, this ties a bit back to loot boxes, in a sense, but... Um, EA. EA. <laughs> EA are ready in their hands. They've got the money ready. Kate, have you got this new idea that's going to earn us another $500 million from some One of the things that, like, fall for don't starve together has a daily sort of, like, gives you a cosmetic item every day, and you can customize items, but you can also customize your character. So there's, like, skirts and jackets, and some things are character-specific, and other things are just for whoever. You can and be the refined science man in a pink tutu. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a, Refined science man in a pink tutu will always be close to my heart. There's, there's even something better, appealing about that. Isn't even there? better mm. if you get him with the with the evil hairstyle. The evil hairstyle. Then again, always fit the massive afro. Don't you? <laughs> it's like when I was watching um, you, Joel, and some of the others play. GTA, where it was like, and all of us will be wearing hazmat suits. Yeah, we're literally bug exterminators at the minute. We're all just wearing gas suits. It's <laughs> Let me guess, um, casino heist? No, we're not doing casino heist. We're just running around as like our little kind of little group as, you know, red exterminator, yellow exterminator, <laughs> blue exterminator, and black exterminator. So, power yeah, but green at one stage. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much like, power rangers, go! It is, except they shoot and kill and steal cars. But I'm, if we ignore that tiny little I guess they are kind of like Power Rangers. No, but I think that was actually a big thing that got talked about when um, with the Harry Potter game that's going to be coming out. There was a leak where it was, I believe, um, character creation with the ava- in the Avatar making of it. And that was like a big deal where people were like, yes, so much mm. options. And especially like the skin tone, colour and all that mm. stuff and choosing pronouns and all that that they get referred to in game you get to choose pronouns that's okay it's a leak (laughs) (laughs) don't know whether that's going to be an actual thing grain of salt versus a fistful of salt like it could be it was a gameplay leak of the avatar creation well it's good that they're kind of getting to that stage where that happens because it's more accepting to mm, yeah because in animal crossing in animal crossing you can actually change your character customization at any time yeah and you are i think you're always referred to by gender neutral pronouns as well because you can just go into the menu and be like you can go into a I'm mirror a and be like, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be a guy today. I'm gonna be a guy today, and I'm gonna have my hair be bright pink, and it's gonna be great. That reminds me of an amazing bit of trivia I love from um, Breath of the Wild. Gerudo City will only allow you in if you're a female, but they count you as a female if you're just wearing feminine clothes. <laughs> so if Link needs to get into Gerudo City, he does not have to find a female to do the job for him. He just needs to put a bra on. Nice. Good for Link. That just makes me think of, like, mystery games and different, like, things in movies where it's like, we need to hide our identities. Here's a wig. I am now a female. Jesse like, and James intensifies. <laughs> yeah, Jesse and James. Well, I just went in for, is it the film White Chicks? Where they do that? The FBI agents who go undercover. Oh, wait. And they I have think to pre- I've seen something about that, yeah. Or it's like, have to pretend that they're just... Yeah. Nah. Oh, God. But character customization seems like it is a really good thing that's enjoyable. It's got to be integral in most games these days. Uh, Stardew Valley have done it well for the game it is. 
Like, yeah. it's got broad customization. You know, like, you can customize your Stardew Valley pixel more than you customize a Pokemon character. Yes. And, you know, the Stardew Valley mm. graphics are a lot more basic than Pokemon is. Mm. Yeah, but Obviously. also so are the outfits. So are the <laughs> outfits, yes, but it's only two. There's like a hundred plus shirts in Stardew Valley, I think. There are. It's and you can have accessories as well. And, yeah. and different and hairstyles. You've got the proper color wheel thing, yeah. so you can put any color you on that spectrum. You can't start with all the shirts and outfits, so, so you have in, to buy them. in first-person games and that, would you then prefer where you get to choose what your character looks like rather than you playing as a character made? I, I feel hmm. it depends. Like, Depends on if there's multiplayer or not. Because, mm-hmm. like... I don't mind playing a pre-designed character if I'm the only one that's going to see him. But if I'm going to shoot you in the face, I want to look horrible while doing it. <laughs> Get the clown up. I want on. to be covered in so much gold they see me from the ISS. Yeah. <laughs> but they still die. Because obviously yeah. there's certain games where you can't, where the whole pretense of it is you where are, you no, pretty but much... If, if it is where you, you are, are that a person, character, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, but like, see, for, for the yeah. Avatar game, I'm kind of into minds as to whether or not you know they'll go for the... Oh, you know, you are part of that, you know, the tribe, and you can design your own person as part of the tribe and become be the protagonist so of that story, that. which That'd would be, be yeah. really cool. Or they'd go for the you are this predefined character. Well, I think from this, there's two ways for the predefined. There's either a predefined character that doesn't exist within the universe that they have that common goal for, or you play as, a or you play in the as movie. a character. If you play as a character, that's fine. If you play as a predefined, you can't customize. For me, that's where the issue comes in because feel, you want that kind of immersion to it like and being able to change your. You know, mm. your looks, your name, a bit. Well, they'd probably be able to easily do it, even if it's, like, your human character. If they do it where it's where you get plugged in and you become a Navari clone thing, like, in the move, the way it's done in the movie, or rather like, than you being an actual Navari or a human in the war sort of thing. I guess in the way Assassin's but Creed can, does their customization yeah, as well. Where it's, like, you can be where you have that set character who gets into the capsule... But then you get to design your own Navari. Yeah. That would Are you be saying cool. you get to create your own avatar? <laughs> <laughs> Roll <Yes>. credits. <laughs> <sighs> I'm uh, I'm getting really hyped about that about that now. Mm. I hope it doesn't let you down with the character creation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, if I can fly on the dinosaur, I'll still be happy. If it's yeah. pretty, I'll great. still well, be happy. That already looks like it's available. I'll, yes. I'll just create my own game called. Avatar Dinosaur Flying Simulator 101. <laughs> Look, Avatar I, the Last Dinosaur Bender. Avatar I'd be the Last And, you know, one of the characters is Bender from Futurama. <laughs> mm. So you're definitely, if you get the Harry Potter, the, the Hogwarts game, and definitely going to be where it looked like you could tame the beast or you could fight the beast. I don't want to give that a go. Tame the beast. Game. Tame the beast. Newt Scamander all the yeah. way. I'm looking forward to the Harry Potter game. I don't, I'm not massively into that universe, but I think it would be something cool to kind of immerse yourself in. On yeah. Because it's, well, not, it's, also, it's, it's not straight up with like Harry Potter. You know, no, Harry's not going to be there in Shadow because it's before yeah. that. It's, it's like they're nice. thinking 1870s or 1880s. Yes, yeah, so you're not going to be caught up with the whole, oh, look, Harry and Ron are around. So you know, let's follow them no. and tell them how Is amazing it they are. Is Yeah, it's um, around the... It's either going to be shortly... It's going to be around the time Dumbledore was in school. Ha. Nice. <laughs> so it's either you're so going to have. So get? either it's going to be that you're live, you're going to school with Dumbledore, or shortly mm. after, or before, or something. That because they haven't released the exact year, but it was know. released where it was like it's going to be in the late eighteen hundreds. I think some people read into that a bit much. <laughs> oh no, people have done the whole thing of what year do we reckon See, it's going to be? This is the problem because they're not like. 
They'll find minor inconsistencies within the game that no one's going to notice. Except that one person can take on. Well, actually, in the year 1874, Hogwarts had an older logo, and that's the newer logo, and you've done it all wrong. Blah, 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 blah. Well, the oh, thing cool. is, it's not linked with J.K. Rowling, so it's not canon it, technically. Originally, okay. it was going to be, but I think they ditched her yeah, after a few uh, unsavory comments. It's not going to be linked mm. Good. in canon. Well, but it is done by a bunch of people who are fans of... Good, which means they'll know... Fans know their stuff in oh, a lot yeah. of cases. But it's also going to be certain stuff where fighting with certain things that you don't know. It's all mystery hmm. things. Yeah. So we don't know what it's going to be. Well, I mean, I love bringing up Stardew Valley, but I'll do it again. That's mm, a yeah, fan game. That is, you know, he said he liked the elements of you know, Minecraft, Legend of Zelda, Pokemon kind of style thing, and mm. just, you know, Harvest brought some Moon. of that together. Yeah, Harvest Moon. He's like, these are all good games, but, you know, they all have elements of like, well, what happens if Harvest Moon had combat, or, you know, the Legend of Zelda combat in Harvest Moon kind yeah. of thing, and, mm. you know, the Minecraft mechanics of built, gathering resources, you know, and put them all into that one game. I mean, it's pure, it purely just is a fan-made thing. I think, and yeah. it's wonderful. And it's a wonderful, wholesome game. Yeah. With games and even TV shows, like, now, of the whole thing of if the... Like with TV shows, with like the actors and all that being fans, and the producers being fans of the book or something they're basing it on, yeah. that it's mm. so much truer and immersive and all that. And it's the same mm. with the games, really. It feels yeah. like mm. I feel mm. like that's kind of what happened with like the Witcher series, both of them, just in general. Because mm. like I think the show was made by people who were big fans of the books. And I think CD Projekt Red were also quite big fans of the books. Yeah. Mm. Though the book's author wasn't very big, a very big fan of CD Projekt Red. <laughs> he, he gave them a one-off deal for the rights to make their trilogy. Yeah. Not expecting it to go anywhere. And then chucked a wobbly on and tried to, like, sue them for effectively, like, a portion of their revenue because he didn't get anything after the games came out. That's on him, buddy. When they became massively Contracts, read your contracts. Well, I mean, you know, there are good fan-made games, you know, from people who actually care. And that care is shown, you know, stuff like Stardew Valley, that Mm. Harry Potter game. Pokemon Uranium was really well made. Pokemon Uranium, you know, PokeMMO before that was shut down. Any fan-made Pokemon game, Pixelmon was really well thought of as well. It's Mm. still sort of a thing as well, but it's... You got to jump through a lot more hoops to actually download the more yep. recent versions because they have to be very careful to not have Nintendo step on them. Mm. Yep, and not get found, or you know, pastebin and say this was anonymous. We don't actually know who did this. I, I think mm. they've made they've like stepped back and made their own models enough that they are now protected by um, derivative works and yeah, that's what they probably have to the do. same things that protect fan fiction. Yeah. But they still have to be very careful. I think the problem is with that is, you know, in Japan, I think they lose copyright so they don't actively pursue it. So they have to show they're actively chasing down fan-made stuff. So people say, hmm. on, you know, Nintendo are really uptight and they're shutting down this, this, and this. And, you know, you know they have to be, otherwise they lose those copyrights. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But then you see, like, what happens when you get people who don't care about games as much making it. Cough, mm. cough, EA again. Uh. <laughs> and the FIFA series has just been going downhill, and that's because people don't seem to care. And it's just but lazy. Not to make a blatant segue again, but I think it's time for another music break. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that's all right. We've been talking Finish a while. Finish off on EA bashing as usual. Yeah. <laughs> so up next, we've got The Party's On by Kim Ralph. You've been listening to Uneg's Gaming Society Radio on 106.9 Tune FM. Before you go, 
Powered Radio on Tune FM 106.9.
Hello, and welcome back to Unix Society Radio Show on 106.9 Tune FM. So we've got some security news. <laughs> With a brand new segment of a theme that definitely hasn't occurred at all tonight in any way whatsoever. EA again. EA had a security breach. So what have, what have EA done exactly? Well, the answer is nothing. What have they done at this point? They haven't done anything, but the hackers who have somehow got their hands on 780 gigabytes of FIFA 21 source code are selling it in underground forums. Wow, that's almost half a Warzone update. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, hackers stole Electronic Arts source code for FIFA 21, the Frostbite engine, and game development tools. Earlier the week, they announced that they were selling the code on underground forums. The threat, the threat actors shared screenshots of the stolen code and directory listings to prove the legitimacy of their claims Additionally, the hackers claim they have Microsoft's Xbox and Sony's SDKs and API keys for sale. Yeah. <laughs> However, EA have said that there's no impact on business, gaming, or player privacy. So, you know, Wait, if, so if, you see, if you see... the source code has been taken. The source code likely doesn't contain any no, player data. Yeah. But what you need to oh, do... Oh, yeah, but it's the fact that it's still... They're like, everything's fine. Well, if you see FUFA 21 coming out, then you know that... Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, EA copy and paste that code all the time. The that, that is true. FIFA was yeah. There's nothing new, is there? Just, oh, hi, what are you going to do for FIFA 21? Control A. Control v, uh, v. There we go. Problem solved. Well, Control C in the middle, but. Yeah. Also, like, and also, I will scan in some new players' faces. And that is the end of safety and security <laughs> in video games. But we are moving <laughs> on to an actual new segment now. Yeah, but just before that, that whole scanning in new players' faces, they didn't even do that for the Switch port. Like, the, <laughs> the re- most recent FIFA is bit for bit exactly the same as the last one. I, I genuinely feel that if you buy FIFA on the Switch, you should just be banned from playing video games full stop. <laughs> that is probably the worst video game ever released, FIFA on the Switch. Fair wow. enough. But on Bold to claim. the final proper segment that's not just EA bashing for And this it's week. actually new. Mm. Game yeah. updates. Yeah. Some of the games we play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Kate, you were talking about one in the break? Yes. Um, Don't Starve Together is having a character refresh mm. coming up this Thursday. Well, this Thursday, America time. So it'll be Friday for us. Mm. Uh, the playable character Weber is getting his refresh, finally. Um, Clearly he uses the internet as a weapon, weapon of course. No, no, still spiders, same <laughs> as ever, but now he can control them a bit better, which is ah. good because previously his spiders had a tendency of just attacking anyone else who was nearby unless mm. they were a Weber like him. So mm. it's not great, but now what he can do is he can decorate a spider den and that makes all the spiders in there friendly to players and fans are assuming that that also makes them friendly towards Chester, the little portable um, mm. travel companion chest thing that you the unlock. The box dog creature. The box dog creature. Sums it up Chester Mc... Whatever his huge... He has a long name and I Chester don't know McChest the whole thing. Face. If I will, If I remember it, right. I will say it. Mm. But yes, he can make spiders chill out now. He can get them to... He can summon them with a whistle and... He can calm them down. Basically how you can with Abigail the ghost for Wendy, you can make her angry or you can make her chill out, which is good because that kind of control is really needed when you have 
NPC followers, otherwise... Otto von Chesterfield. There we go! Thank <laughs> you! It's, it's greatly appreciated. Of course, they called the dog Otto. <laughs> mm. Oh, also, spiders can wear hats now. Nice. That... Seriously, okay. I've, I've read through... I want to see a plush boy spider. I've read through this thread, and people are genuinely quite overjoyed about spiders wearing that's, hats. That's what I love about the internet, isn't it? Because it's like the most little things, and it's going great. Like, oh, this duck has wellies on, but look how cute he looks. Oh, it's so cute. It's like, oh, the spider's wearing hats. This is fantastic. This is the best news I've had all year. <laughs> or, or I don't this, care this, about Breath of the Wild 2. This spider knife. can wear a hat. This goose has a knife. The goose can take the bell in untitled <laughs> goose game. This yeah. is excellent. Um... One other interesting fact about Don't Starve and Weber in general, if I'm not mistaken, Weber is also currently one of the only, if not the only way, to grief another player in multiplayer. Mm, Willow. I have Willow. Oh, you're that guy. Setting things on fire. Oh, no. Uh, no he's I, not I'm that not guy. I'm not that guy. I've he's met one of those guys. He's oh, the victim of that guy. Uh, <laughs> we kept our game on, um, on public for a bit, and then two Webbers came onto our game with us, put down a bunch of spider webs all throughout base, Hatched them and left so the spiders were immediately full aggro. Oh, no. <laughs> and then in the midst of having to rebuild our base, we got attacked by hounds. I tried to turn into a goose and died. Then I accidentally set one of the dogs on fire and everyone died. And then I woke up. 10 out of 10 on my essay there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yes, um, any other updates? What I've do we got? I've got a couple to briefly go over. First of all, Fortnite probably has something no one cares too much. It's probably there. <laughs> Closely to Fortnite, you've also got to talk about Among Us. They are now going to introduce 15-player lobbies. Mm-hmm. And new colors. Very big. new colors, obviously, have got to be included. Mm. And thirdly, the one everyone wants to hear about is axolotls and goats are now in Minecraft, finally. Yes. Oh, it's taken that long, Wait, but it's there. <laughs> the new, the new cave update, the mountains. So it's mountains and caves, I think they focused on for this one. So the caves are now more realistic mm. you know there's more than just yeah. rock stalagmites <laughs> and stalactites you can find axolotls and goats yeah cool. i don't Very think good. Got, they haven't got the lush caves in yet so the ones that spawn under azalea trees Aww. but um it's good that they're coming mm, yeah. yes they've got goats in they've got axolotls in which are adorable and also borderline unkillable luckily why there's a chance when well, they hit low well it's axolotls though of course they're, ba- they're borderline unkillable the question it's an axolotl the question is can you keep them as a pet though yes that's exactly what you want yes. they are problem solved yeah they're water based pets with an incredible hatred for guardians that when at low health play dead and regenerate health nice that's I love this cool. I'm gonna download that update I haven't done it yet but I should mm-hmm. and I will and I'll get myself an axolotl and I will call it Jeffrey also there is a full 64 block increase to the world height 32 in each direction and a change in ore generation and the lo- like the bottom 30 layers of the world are now no longer stone they are deep slate hmm. which is like a black stone they even retextured the um, ores to like have deep slate variants. Oh, cool. So good. Look, look. Does this mean like the diamonds are going to change from layer twelve? Uh, like has all my Minecraft knowledge just been corrupted they, by this update? They are present from twelve down. Okay, so they're still around diamonds. That's cool. <laughs> but like, I think a lot of them also like some of them spawn less commonly at that level now. I think gold spawns more higher up. That's good. I'm sick of seeing gold. I'm looking for diamonds. Yeah, <laughs> and also um. They've also changed the, like, designs and textures for a lot of the ores for colorblind people. There's now a visible distinction 
between each oar in how the so in like how the markings are shaped. That's good. So that you can tell from a glance if you can't see color. It is interesting. Nice. Like I don't mm. know. Speaking of color, but like the when you've gone onto games and you've seen like the colorblind modes, I don't know if you've ever kind of had a look at how they'd look. It is mm-hmm. quite interesting seeing the way that those like different systems. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've seen a couple, like, I've seen a couple of videos of like YouTubers I watch playing Minecraft as if they had proton color blindness because one of their friends has it. They had a video of him playing Minecraft with Enchroma glasses on as well. Mm, cool. There are a lot of like interesting challenges. Like that. I did like the yeah. blindfolded Minecraft challenge where they tried to mine diamonds mm. without seeing mm. at all. YouTuber oh, that'd I watched be once beat Minecraft hardcore mode using a steering wheel setup. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go fast to beat the Ender Dragon. Turn left, hard left, hard left. Yeah. So um, in terms of updates, I know as well. Um, a good one. I a few I've seen is like the new custodian program in Stellaris. Basically, they've split their development team a bit so that half there's a group working on new content and a second group who's now working purely on balancing and updating old content, which is good because the two nice. two of the packs, the Humanoids and Plantoids pro- portrait packs, were completely pointless originally. All they gave were a design for your species and a ship set. Now they're going to be updated to actually have gameplay ramifications. Uh, like how you can't be a machine person and not be a hive mind. Yes, but mm. it's a bit closer to how the Lithoids pack works. If you are a Lithoid species using a Lithoid character portrait, you have a special origin you can pick, Calamitous Birth. You rode down to the planet on a meteor. Cool. And there's now a big crater in the planet that means you have less agricultural space, but you don't use agriculture. Because you don't need food. You eat rocks. Nice. There's also special traits that allow them to secrete um, the exotic materials, three of the exotic materials, which is really useful for tech rushing. Cool. Um, And there's apparently plans to have that with, like, space dwarves Hmm. and space elves with, like, different abilities and stuff. And we think, like, chances are the plantoids are going to get, like, a photosynthesis trait, that sort of thing. Nice. Cool. And um, negative updates, because they do happen occasionally. Apparently some people have been reporting that their Switches can't download games after a recent firmware update. Oh. So that's Ooh, That's, that's not good. That's yeah. not good. That's not good. Apparently it comes up with error code 21231502 while trying to download games and updates with the new version firmware. When Imagine it buying new games in the couldn't week. be made. <laughs> mm, hope they can fix that up. Yeah, same. Well, Switch is like the only game console that still thinks that people willingly want to spend $90 on a new Mario Party. Mm-hmm. It, it's not even 90 bucks half the time. A lot of like, first-hand new Switch games I see are like 110 What's good is the second-hand Switch. Holy the only good side sh- is when you buy a game for like, if you buy it at EB Games and you know it's 70 bucks mm. brand new, you can sell it on eBay a week later when you discover it's rubbish for 50 bucks. That's yeah. not a terrible loss. If you did that on an Xbox, that would be about $20. Hmm. Hmm. But that's also because Game Pass is a lot of those games yeah. for yeah, free. That, that's why Game Pass is good. I well, know we talked about it, but like... One of the issues with Nintendo games just in general is they never go on sale. There like, is that. The store goes on sale, but if you walk into EB Games, you will almost never see the Nintendo section on sale. However, you do see the rubbish Nintendo games on sale. There was this 
game that I can't remember what it was called. It was like one of the really, really basic sure, that's Twitch not games. The pre-owned games. <laughs> it was a pre-owned Twitch game, but it was like normally it was like twelve dollars per owner. They put it down to three bucks because they really didn't want any copies of it. Oof. And it was like some dungeon crawler game that you restarted every time you died. Oh, for a rope light. Something kind of like that, but it was you know. I didn't even play it. I just bought it twice for three bucks and then sold it on eBay for nine bucks. But you know, <laughs> if, we, if we ignore that slight little, why detail, am I, I? I've learned so much about you with your. You're very capitalist with that sort of thing. You're like, mm. I will purchase this to resell it. If I find someone selling Pokemon games for twenty dollars on Gumtree, you are right that I'm going to be purchasing that Pokemon game on Gumtree for twenty dollars and then selling it for twenty five. No, and then selling it for like fifty because people <laughs> like authentic Pokemon games. It's like they're collectible. Mm. Yeah. God, I, I wish I had my copy of Platinum up here. I really want to do a replay of Platinum, but I think I lost the cartridge. The joys mm. of having Platinum up here. I've <laughs> <laughs> mm. got well, Diamond Power on Platinum. I'm mm. I'm in the money on that one. And I'm getting <laughs> the new ones as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I, I honestly hope they use the Platinum decks as like a baseline for the new ones, because God, the Diamond and Pearl decks was bad. I just want to see the fact that, like, obviously, this brings potential for stuff like Shaman and Darkrai mm. to both come back out as event Pokemon. And how good that is that going to be? Because they've, like... Just being given the silent treatment for Shaman. ages. Shamans are so That's hard to find. So Shamans are so good, aren't they? They're so it's, cute. It's they're designed so well. I don't care if they're strong in battle. They are just the cutest thing. I just want to pick them up. Exactly. <laughs> I kind of hope they do what precious. they've done with Victini and Deoxys and start making older mythicals no longer technically mythicals. Like originally, in order to get Deoxys, it was an event Pokemon. And you can actually get a Victini in Crown Tundra. Hmm. It's like you have to win a hundred battles and it shows up somewhere. But um, Victini was originally a event exclusive Gen Five mythical. Yeah, Gen Five. I like the fact that all the with the Pokemon stuff that it's like either it's re- you get it because it's really powerful battle or because it's adorable and you want it. Yes. Mm. That's why I spent about three weeks shiny hunting in Apple on Pokemon. Uh, Apple Tunnel Flapple. The baby. I'm not evolving that little thing. It's adorable. <laughs> I have a shiny Togekiss, which Apple I shiny hunted for back in the day. Yeah, mm. Togekiss is good. good. I have a shiny Swampert. Like which shi- I got for you. Yes, and I, I'm eternally <laughs> grateful. Amara is my baby. Shiny <laughs> shiny hunting is in Pokemon is very weird. I know on Diamond and Pearl, it got easier when you completed the decks and you got You the, got the Poke, the Poke Radar. radar. Yeah. Oh. And, and you even, could see the stars. Yeah. And it got even easier in Gen 6 when they just... Halved the odds. Halved the odds. It was good. It went from like 8,192 to like 4,050 4, or something. I what, got my first shiny like, in Gen 5. We need to like get the uh, Friend Safari codes and just go into each other's Friend Safari because they have fixed odds in Friend Safari of like 1 in 500. Okay. So you can just run around, run away, run is around, this run away. In, <laughs> is in, this in, in X and Y? X and Y, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I found mm. about like four or five shinies in a couple of days I mean, just running around and we could also do so yeah. I think we could also do um if we all got far enough and had the DLCs, we could do um G Max Den raids for I've, shinies. I'm completely done on that game. I've got the DLCs. I haven't touched it since the first DLC was released. Valid. Mm. But <laughs> I'm I'm down to do that. Shiny odds are like apparently really good in the G Max raids. Oh shinies are just easy in general, just because like the way they've done it is you just need to kill Pokemon. In this one, yeah, but so, it actually work. No, so the new shiny. The, well, I like talking about shiny hunting. That that the that last time I bug. the last time I played the game, you know, had like the how many of them you've encountered and killed. Yeah, you just have to have that nine nine nine, and when that's at, at 
Max, you've got your best odds on that. Yeah. It's... So I murdered Wooloos for about three days, and when I finally got the black shiny Wooloo, I was like, my life is complete. That was basically full odds, actually. That method is bugged. What? I don't know what the method is now for shiny hunting on Sword and Shield. It's been that long. Surely yeah. there is a better way. Yeah, it's called um, G-Max Adventures in Crown Tundra. You see, that? I, I don't like that. It's boring. I, just going on G-Max fighting adventures and stuff. You know, yeah, well, I, I want to find shiny Pokemon in the yeah. wild at good odds. Mm, that would be a good yeah. feeling. Well, we can talk about this after the show because it's actually like there is, yeah, quarter we, two, so we should probably do the plug. Yes, because um, we will be set up tomorrow mm-hmm. in the show. The multiple plugs. We have yeah. a few. Yes. We're set up tomorrow, so come down if you're around. We are still running during the break. It's good to have people here to talk about, you know, games, anything at all from the show. We have chocolate. We have drinks. We will probably have a couple more comp- things set up because we actually got a surprising turnout last week. And yeah, it's all, it was good. It's all good value, you know. Anywhere yeah. I can buy a can of drink for a dollar is worth heading to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Um, uh, what were the other plugs you were talking well, about, Well, we've got... Obviously, we have to mention Blackheart as Black well. Heart, yeah. as Good always. place to go to. We all love it. If you can't make it to society tomorrow, go hang out with them. It's not. It's like this is not even a forced plug. It's no. we all genuinely love that store. Mm, you know, yeah. you're, su- you're supporting local business. It's a fun place to be. They've got lots of events. You know, yeah. you can the, find some really interesting board games, figurines, large selection of Magic the Gathering, Magic packs. the Gathering. Well, we've got the schedule. So they've got the so weekly tomorrow, schedule. Read. So retails open from four pm. They've got Magic the Gathering Tuesday night, Masters Legacy from 6.30 till 10. On Wednesday, they've got Skirmish, so which is Warhammer gear. Mm. And they've got um, Wednesday Workshop, not sure exactly what that is, Got on which retails 4 p.m. Thursday retails 4 p.m. as well. They've got after-school board games and Casual Commander for Magic the Gathering. Commander being a 100-card format that's a lot longer of a game. I'm sure but, if David was here, he'd probably be talking about yeah. it. In fact, if he's yeah. listening to the show, he's probably telling us now yeah. that we're all idiots for not knowing what it is. Indeed. <laughs> Friday, you got retail from 12pm and Dragon Ball Super from 1.30 to 4.30pm and Friday, Arvo Magic from 4 to 6. Might actually have to go and have a look at that. I have a deck of cards and I've never <laughs> used them. <laughs> go but for it. On Saturday, you got retail from 10am and then they got the Black Heart Battle Royale Winters Modern Masters. That sounds cool. Yeah, and they got Magic the Gathering Saturday Commander 11A to 3pm. I'm not sure what the Battle Royale Modern Masters Winter thing is, but it sounds awesome. They'll probably put everyone out into the park and just give them, like, paintball (laughs) guns. It's just Fortnite, but in real life. Everyone gets a pack of Magic cards. (laughs) You know, go around and battle each other and say, right, you're going to die. You're out out of the game. You've activated my Sunday is retail from 10, and it's Skirmish Sunday for Wargaming. I think our final plug of the night. Make sure you like our Facebook page. Comment on the current question, which is to do with character customization. If oh. you want to comment on previous radio questions, feel free. Yep. We, we will reply we'll to absolutely everything we can. Mm. There's nothing stopping either, us from doing that. Either we'll reply on Facebook or on radio, yeah, like we, we did yeah. last week. We we do want to hear your opinions on this. It is very interesting to see where you like where you stand on this. Obviously, the controller thing was a big thing last week and we actually got to respond to you guys live on radio while you're posting the questions and you know, cool. that was this, good. this is the kind of yeah. thing we want to try and bring into our shows a bit more because we want that kind of interactivity a bit we want to kind of steer some conversations towards stuff that interests you and you know ea bashing constantly may not be right up your alley but um, yeah. <laughs> you know 
it's it's a segment we do because it's just a bit yeah. of an inside joke. And if you'd rather hear about, you know, even Mario Golf, I'd talk about that for ages. If David's around, you hear about MTG. If Joel's around, we bash EA for 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic yeah. lineup we've got. Lot, lot of, a little bit of everything. We do have a little bit of everything. Yeah. So the Good. Facebook page is um, capital U, capital N, capital E, and then gaming and society. So that's how you hmm. find us. And then we do have a Discord, which I believe is linked on the Facebook page. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's where you find our latest news. And hmm. I think that'll do us nicely. Yeah. When we remember to post on the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> So, if that's it for the night, I guess we say our goodbyes. I've been Blake. I've been Joel. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thank you. I'm Kate. Um, Up next, we've got Titans by Major Laser, Sia, and Labyrinth. Have a good one, guys. You've been listening to 106.9 Tune FM and the New Yanks Radio Show. Turn this night